Welcome to the Realtor Fight Club, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Realtor Fight Club. I would like to say hello to my very good friend, Jen Mertland. What's up? Hey, Monica. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I like your office there. If you're watching us on YouTube, that's pretty fancy. It's my um, Soho, New ah, York City. NYC. Uh, I like it. Headquarters. All right, guys. I'm in Portugal. Yes. Okay, good. I'm super (laughs) glad you guys joined us today. We so appreciate our listeners. You can't even imagine how much we appreciate our listeners. Thanks for joining us. Another episode of Realtor Fight Club. Today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. Should your assistant or your transaction coordinator be licensed? Should your assistant or your transaction coordinator or something like that be licensed? What do you think, Monica? This one's, this is a tough question. God, you're going to just get mad at me because sometimes I think it depends, but that's not what I'm going to say. Come on, take a damn side, man. I'm going to say yes. Oh God. (laughs) Just because I know you're going to say no. All right, let me hear you. No, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. Look, in order to maximize that investment and leverage it appropriately, there are so many opportunities that will be missed if your assistant or your transaction coordinator is not licensed. So many leveraged opportunities that it's almost like you're throwing money away. Like what? So perhaps handling some questions about negotiations for the inspection, perhaps handling the inspection, perhaps going out and- um, I don't know any admin that's like, I wanted to handle the inspections. Maybe, but maybe you want to. I I don't, but maybe if you wanted to, you would need to be licensed for that. Okay. If you want to be able to leverage them for doing um, some showing assistance stuff, you know, outside of the realm of their assistant role or their transaction coordinator role. Mm -hmm. Is that it? (laughs) Right. These are the same arguments that people make all the time and it just doesn't happen. I agree. Like, listen, I think like everything you're saying, when I thought about having my first assistant, I was like, oh, this would be so great, blah, blah, blah. The reality is, is that's not what happens. If they wanted to be well, negotiations is part of one of your five jobs. Do not give that up. I recognize that they wouldn't take on the whole role of the negotiation, but if there was something they needed to handle, they could. Whatever. <clears throat> also, I just, it just doesn't happen. Like most administrators, they don't want to be sales and they feel like showing houses is sales. Now there are times when it's like, you're out of town. I need a favor, whatever like that. Right. In some States, non-licensed people are allowed to show property. Like Kentucky is allowed, was allowed. I don't know if they still are, but we're in Ohio. They're not, but like they just, it's not really what they want to do. You should have somebody else that you're friends with. We've talked about showing assistants. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, listen, though. You hire an assistant or transaction coordinator, and I do, and mine is licensed. 
do you think I'm going to be able to accomplish more in a year with him or her than you are? No. That's just, that just doesn't make any sense. Of course, I'm going to be able to offload some things to them that you won't be able to offload. I just don't. <sighs> they can take incoming leads. They can quote. But they, do what? They, they don't, they don't have the skill set to convert the lead. And if you, and if they did, they wouldn't, I don't know. It's just not in their wheelhouse. Like most administrators are, um, they're like organized people. They're like in the office people. They don't really want to do all the salesy stuff that we do. We're salespeople. But if they did want to do it and they were licensed, can we if they both did want to do it, then that's a different, that is then grooming somebody to become a salesperson. And then I would never start them in an admin position ever. I think that's a horrible mistake people do. They think, oh, I can learn the business and be an admin. Look, you're either an admin person or you're a salesperson in general. Can't be both? No. What is the, what is the um, for instance, disc personality of an admin? I don't know. You would know that. It's got an S and a C, I'm sure. Right. So you don't think there are any successful real estate agents that are SCs? No, I think they are. And I think they can be, but that's a motivation issue. I don't think they should. What I said is I don't think they should start out as being an admin if they want to be in sales. Mm -hmm. You either want to be a salesperson or you want to be an administrator. You cannot be both because if you start off as a salesperson and you want to be a salesperson, you say, well, I want to learn the job and I want to like be an admin for somebody and learn it. You will never get out of that role ever. You will be stuck. If I had a licensed admin and I couldn't handle a buyer, let's say, or I didn't want to take buyers under 150 and I could offer them to that person, which would help them in their overall income. Most of the admins are not motivated by money. Now you're talking about a motivation issue. Oh, I mean, obviously this depends, but we can't make a blanket statement that all admins. No, I said most. Admins. Most. Roll, re-roll the tape. No, I think like most of them are not motivated by money. The motivation is different. The motivation and the skill set is different. I don't think, I think that buyer sales and admins are different. I don't, I can't, I can't stay open. To it's almost that. as if you're looking at it from their perspective and I'm looking at it from my perspective as an agent to leverage through people. Let's say I'm not ready to take on a buyer's agent yet, but I obviously have anyway. You shouldn't take on a buyer's agent. Correct. (laughs) But I need a showing assistant. Okay. And who better to do that than somebody that I I know how they'll show up. I know their professionalism. They know me. They know how I operate. They know my- This whole time we talk about if people, you know, people have- they need to operate inside of their 20%. An administrator is when they go out and show stuff, it doesn't do anybody any favors. It may relieve a little bit of pressure as you as the the lead agent for the team, but you're being selfish. I don't think unless that is their goal, and if it is, they should not start off as an admin. I mean, there are very few specific cases where it makes sense. In general, I just have seen you, Monica, how long were you a team leader? A hundred years? Oh my God. Give me one instance where this worked. Give me two. Give me two instances where this worked. There are licensed, ag- are licensed admins that I run into in this city when doing deals with other agents all over the place. Of course they are. Are they, are they doing the showing assistant work? I don't know what they're doing. 
they're not doing showing assistant work. What are they doing? And then it's like, they're doing administrative work because they're the administrator. Why do they have their license? I don't know. I think it's dumb. I think it's a waste of money. (laughs) You know what I think? What? I think you need a timeout. (laughs) I always need it. I need a nap. I think you need a nap and a timeout (laughs) and we're going to... We're going to take that right now. All right. Let's go back to our corners <laughs> and hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, bring Monica some, I don't know, napkins. What do you bring somebody who's bleeding? A Band-Aid. Bring her a Band-Aid. Band-Aid. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now, before we uh, bandage my face up due to the pain I got in the first round, (laughs) Jen. What are agents saying about this? Did you take it to a street fight? I did, and I got angry, so I deleted it. So here's what happened. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, Most people agreed with you, but I think that I think that what it is is I a lot of people live like be quiet. I'm gonna mute you. (laughs) A lot of people live in like, oh, wouldn't it be great if? And they don't live in the reality of what's going to happen, and who's going to pay for this license? Cause guaranteed your administrator doesn't want to pay for it. Who's going to pay for the CEs? What are they, you think they're motivated by money because you're motivated by money. Are they motivated by money? Probably not. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that if they weren't motivated by money, but obviously they're working for money, that's why it works for money, but that doesn't mean you're motivated by no, money. I understand. But if they're licensed, they are able to participate in referrals. They can get payment for referrals. They can, um, if you're at EXP, they can collect stock. They can attract agents and create a revenue share. They can do things that you can't do if you're not licensed. So there's a massive advantage. I, I understand what you're saying and you're saying it like a salesperson. They just aren't motivated like that. It won't be to the level that you think it should be or ought to be or their ability to do so. But I don't think that doesn't mean you can't, you can't set it up so that it's a win for them. Of course you can. You totally can. I just think it's a waste of effort and time. Because it won't last, you say? I just don't think it'll ever get to where in your head you think it's going to be. Well, I think that's interesting, though, that you would give up on that. Because the question was, should your assistants be or your trans, transaction coordinator be licensed? I don't, just think, because I don't it's think it's hard, necessary for them to be licensed. Well, I, it's not necessary. You're right. Because I think it's an added expense and an added headache for no real value. But it doesn't mean it can't be ideal. And then you can't help. If you're invested in that person and you want to help change uh, their their path or their income future or their wealth building. Like it's different when you're licensed and you can operate differently within the industry. Meaning I know that. referral That's income. I have a license. I know. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Which is about to be taken away. I think. <laughs> oh, that's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we're just gonna have to agree. What my point was, my point is this, you're saying like, oh, it's not worth it and whatever. I'm, and, and maybe generally speaking, you're, you're right. It's hard. That doesn't mean it's not. I don't think I'm not saying don't do it because it's hard. I'm saying if our whole thing is like play in your wheelhouse, live in your strengths, like follow things that are like based on what you want to do. It's unlikely that the admin really wants that. It's more about you. If they do want that, then it's a good idea. That I don't, it depends on the person, but I just don't think that that's likely. But if they do want it, they want it, if they want it and they want to be sales or they want, then it's a different position. Then they're not an admin. Okay. I think you either need to be sales or non-sales. That's it. Snap. You can't be both. It's, it's very difficult to be both. Some it's like chasing two rabbits. You're only never going to catch any of them. (laughs) That's right. So you're either sales or you're admin. They're very different, very different. It's true, but uh, we're not talking about the person being in full sales. We're talking about the accent of the ability Mm -hmm. to operate as a realtor in some scenarios, which would bring advantage to the lead agent. Maybe. We're not talking about them selling. Maybe. I just haven't seen it work is maybe my, so maybe if you do, if it does work for you, please. Let us know. Prove me wrong. Because right now we're going to have to make this the end of today's battle. I know. It's like, we're both, I feel like I have a black eye and you have a black eye. This one created, yeah, some mutual bruises for sure. (laughs) What do you guys think? Do you think there was a knockout? How do you feel about this topic? Have you seen it work? Do you think it's ridiculous? Do you, what what do you If you don't have an administrator, if you've never tried this, don't come at me with your BS either. I don't want to hear it. Correct. We only want to hear from those of you who have had massive success in this space or massive failure in this space. Either way, we have stuff to learn. All right. Go to our Facebook page. That is Realtor Fight Club podcast. Go to that page and let us know what you think. Oh, yeah. And if you have questions about EXP or you're interested, feel free to call or text me 513-400-1691. All right. Thanks, Monica. All right, Jen. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. All right. I'm here with our tiebreaker, Steve Lunsford. Hey, Steve. Hey. <laughs> and he is in Indianapolis with Platt Collective. All right, Steve, you're the tiebreaker. Should All you right. hire a licensed or unlicensed assistant? I mean, I think that it, it it's a spectrum. It, it depends. I would say that, you know, it's something that we're looking at right now. And it... it what it depends on is what what you what your expectations of that assistant are. Yeah, you know, is are, are you wanting them to help help you show houses in a pinch? Are you, you know, are, are you just having them push papers and track dates for you? Um, if you're just having them push papers and track dates, then uh, you just need. I mean, you just need somebody that's competent to do that. They don't really need to be licensed, but you know, being licensed allows them to do a greater set of things that you uh, may not have time to do. I also think there's probably something to be said for the idea that having a licensed person, you probably run a higher risk of eventually losing them Mm. uh, because they're, you know, they've become competent. 
maybe and, and performing yeah. the job it depends that, on if they're like sales people though but right right they already have the license or the another team or group yeah i mean they've got the they've, they've got the ability to earn uh doing the same thing that you're doing right um so so that's so that's something to consider you know i think the way that i'm looking at it is i would rather have somebody take a lot of the mental bandwidth out of my out of my mind mm-hmm. <laughs> you know when it comes to you know try you know when's inspection due have we ordered the title work have we right. done all this stuff right um that's usually what i am trying to to accomplish by, or that's that is what i am trying to accomplish by bringing this person out of the gate i think in the long run as things ramp up so i think in the short run unlicensed in the long run license is a little more ideal to help like yeah i think and i liked you for this question because you're like you said you're currently going through this process so like you're it would be nice to hear like your thought process which we're hearing now of like what you're thinking about because a lot of people in our audience are you know maybe having the same growing pains that you and your partner are and like okay it's time we need somebody to take all these tedious things off of our plate so that we can sell more houses or relax. Right. (laughs) (laughs) No. um, Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, my money, my, my time is best spent invested in generating business. Yep. Um, You know, once I've secured the business, that's kind of the, not that hard part. So that's, that's where we want to be spending our time doing that. Um, and like, I, I think both uh, me and Andy, who are my partner, are, are thinking about it like, like we, we can come in with an unlicensed, but in the long run, we would like that person to eventually come licensed. And you know what? Um, I'll, I'll foot that bill. Um, that's, that's not a big deal. It, it's kind of right worth person. it. They really should though have, I feel like we should have a license that's like an admin only, right? Where it's like, cause some States require a licensed person to write up maybe inspection addendums or whatever. So like if there was like an admin only licensing that allowed you to do like negotiate inspections or whatever, go kind of back and forth on that. Right. Show, just be like a showing agent and like, that's it, but you're not like a fully licensed realtor. That would be great. That would, I, I agree with you. That would be pretty great. Let's do um, it. Let's get the petition yeah, going, yeah, Steve. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's get it going. No, I think the, yeah, it's, it's yeah, like a, like a, we, we actually just, in Indiana, we actually just phased out a kind of like a sub license a few years back. Oh, really? Uh, what was but, that? Well, there was like, I, I forget what it was called. There was like a, there was like a, a sales rep license and then there was a broker license and now they just merged those actually my dad was part of that commission that did that oh we need to get um, him back in here to talk to him about <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did. i need you to undo this um, <laughs> so, um yeah so now that, that, that would be it, it would be good if that was a consideration um because yeah uh it, it would be great so like one of the things i, I don't i don't know what listing system you guys use but i would say ours is it's a little time consuming it's just so many details that are involved and we can't have a light an unlicensed assistant put all that in but there's the one thing that they can't do is click submit okay 
which I kind of go. <laughs> that is dumb. <laughs> so, so basically, I, I mean, I can have an assistant do it, but I have to go in and kind of make sure that I'm ready to like rubber stamp Admit their it. work. Yeah. With but my I like, name. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I really like your idea and I think it's a great tip. Like, when you're considering hiring an assistant, really write down what the activities are that they're going to be doing. And a great way to do this is write down everything you don't want to do. And then <laughs> that's their job. And then look at it and say, you know, is this a licensed person or not? And kind of go from there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great way to look at it. Um, if you're If you're looking at it and going, I'm going to... You know, I, 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 like, okay, so, okay, I, I've got a, I've got a software, software, a service, like an app, mm-hmm. an online app that allows me to map out, um, they're actually based out of Cincinnati. Um, hey, shout out. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati's been cranking out some good real estate apps. Yeah, we are. Um, so, um, so, uh, it allows you to basically map out a real estate process to where you can assign tasks that either don't require a license or you don't want to do. Okay. And the, the kind of great thing about that is, is you can tag, you know, the admin so they can basically log in there every day and say, okay, here's all the things that I have got that need done. And all I need to do is just go do them. Nice. That's perfect. Easy peasy. Um, all you well, have to the, do is do the work. And the side, the side benefit is, is that I can show, I can, I can add my, my, I can add my buyer, say a buyer, uh, I can add a buyer and they, I can actually assign tasks to them should, you know, like go select an insurance carrier. Right. That's um, good. So I can do that. Uh, but the other great thing is, is they can see all the stuff that I'm doing that they don't know that I'm doing unless I tell them. Exactly. I love it. That's <laughs> that so- great. Yeah. So anyways, yeah, that's my rant on that. (laughs) Well, I really appreciate you being on and being our tiebreaker. If people have a referral in Indianapolis, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, Yeah, you can get me. I'm I'm, I'm Steve Lunsford. I'm with Platt Collective, which is a Indianapolis uh, homegrown brokerage. Um, I'm at 317-643-1848. Would be, would be glad to, uh, glad to help anybody uh, coming to or leaving from the Indianapolis market. So perfect. And you're on Facebook. I, I know you're on LinkedIn. I am. I am. I'm on, I'm on all the things. Perfect. All right. Well, thanks a lot for being on. Have a good day. All right. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Realtor Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics. 